Morning, y'all. I'm Stephen Artery, in for Katie Kamen, and we've made it to Friday. It's November 3rd. On this date in 1957, two number one pop songs were released on the same day, Great Balls of Fire by Jerry Lee Lewis and At the Hop by Danny and the Juniors. On this date in 2014, 13 years after the 9-11 terror attacks, a new skyscraper 1,776 feet tall opened at the World Trade Center site. For your morning trivia, on this date in 1961, the first three people were inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame. Can you name them? I'll have that answer coming up. But first, it's time to check on your first alert forecast. And good Friday morning to you, meteorologist Joey Silvine. Let's talk about our weather for today. Starting out chilly again this morning. Not as breezy, though, and we'll see lots of sunshine. Warming our temperatures up from the 30s and 40s first thing to the mid-60s by lunchtime. We'll close in on about 70 degrees this afternoon, a little closer to the average high, which is about 73. We'll be a little bit above average this weekend, 74. Sunny on Saturday. Get outside and enjoy some beautiful weather. Don't forget, we do turn the clocks back an hour Saturday night as you head to bed. It's a high around 76 on Sunday. We'll climb near 80 by next Tuesday. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast. Powered by the Low Country's news leader, Life 5 News. Now, let's get to your morning headlines. The U.S. Department of Justice has opened a civil rights investigation into the Charleston County Jail. Assistant Attorney General Kristen Clark of the Justice Department's Civil Rights Division announced the investigation yesterday afternoon. Our Emily Johnson tells us more about what prompted these investigations after eight people died at the Alcannon Detention Center since 2022. Clark says that they've received credible allegations that incarcerated people have died from use of force, gross medical neglect or suicide in the Charleston County Jail. Clark said the investigation into the jail here in Charleston will focus on access to medical and mental health care, the use of solitary confinement, and the use of force by the staff. The investigation will also examine whether the detention center discriminates against incarcerated people with psychiatric disabilities. The Department of Justice says it found significant justification to open these investigations based on extensive review of publicly available information and information gathered from stakeholders. She cited the deaths of two inmates at the Alcannon Detention Center, Jamal Sutherland and D'Angelo Brown. Earth Graziano acknowledged that the detention center does not have enough mental health providers. Additionally, a use of force expert for the county prosecutor found that Mr. Sutherland's death was preventable. The Department of Justice also opened an investigation into the Richland County Jail in Columbia. In North Charleston, Emily Johnson, Live 5 News. And as Emily said, the DOJ has announced that investigation into Richland County Jail in Columbia. Just last week, an inmate died at the Alvin S. Glenn Detention Center in Richland County. It was the sixth at that location where there have also been reported escapes, stabbings, rapes, and a riot. The Richland County investigation will be zeroing in on whether the jail fails to protect incarcerated people from violence and subjects incarcerated people to dangerous living conditions. Richland County leaders say that they've committed to a a funded comprehensive plan to improve safety at the jail and they welcome an unbiased investigation to see both sides so that they can get the full picture instead of just that one side where if someone's making an allegation but not actually telling you the full story 
The DOJ says if it uncovers reasonable cause to believe there are systemic constitutional violations at either of those locations, they'll provide authorities with written notice and supporting facts. Prosecutors say they'll also outline what needs to be done at a minimum to address them. Attorneys representing Brittany Drexel's estate announced a new civil lawsuit addressing the death and disappearance of the 17-year-old. The suit names Raymond Moody, who admitted to raping and killing Drexel. The Bar Harbor Resort and Smith Family Partners Company, Bar Harbor Resort, is where Brittany Drexel stayed in Myrtle Beach in 2009 before she disappeared. The lawsuit claims the resort didn't have policies in place to alert law enforcement of unaccompanied minors. We have an issue with human trafficking, and part of the human trafficking protocols require unaccompanied minors to be accounted for. And when Brittany entered Bar Harbor Hotel, that is what she was. This is the second civil lawsuit filed in the case. A wrongful death lawsuit was filed against Moody in January for intentionally inflicting emotional distress and outrage. The lawsuit against New Spring Church in Anderson over a volunteer convicted of sexually assaulting children has been settled. A seventh family settled for an undisclosed amount of money with the church. Jacob Haslett was convicted of sexually assaulting children at New Spring back in 2019 and sentenced to 75 years in prison. Attorney Joshua Slavin reports represents the families of victims in the case and confirms this is at the last and final settlement officially completing that lawsuit. A former Charleston County School District substitute teacher is behind bars and facing charges relating to sexual exploitation of a minor. Jeffrey Watkins is facing 10 counts of third-degree sexual exploitation of a minor. The Mount Pleasant Police Department says the school district has been made aware of the arrest. Officers say there is no evidence indicating any CCSD students were affected by the circumstances leading to his arrest. Live 5 is waiting to hear back from the school district uh, to comment on the investigation. The Berkeley County Sheriff's Office says Shannon McCracken and Kenneth Swain owned the dogs that killed a man on Tuesday. Both were charged with having dangerous animals unconfined on premises, while McCracken faces an additional charge of involuntary manslaughter. Both were released on surety bonds, though McCracken is being electronically monitored. Deputies found 65-year-old David Eller mauled to death by two pit bulls Tuesday afternoon after a 911 caller reported seeing the dogs dragging a body. Officials say the attack was unprovoked while Eller walked through the neighborhood. The family of a woman killed in a DUI hit and run filed a lawsuit against two North Charleston businesses in connection to that incident. The suit alleges employees at the Blue Bistro, Blue Note Bistro, and New Jack City overserved Marcelino Rosado on October 3rd and 4th, 2021. Lawyers for Jennifer Ann Demian say she was traveling on I-26 when Rosado struck and killed her while driving 130 miles per hour before leaving the scene. Rosado was arrested and faces reckless homicide charges as well as hit and run charges, but is out on bond as the case goes on. Now, the owner of the Blue Note Bistro says there's no evidence Rosado was at their business that night, while representatives from New Jack City have not yet responded to a request for comment. The co-owner of Blue Note Bistro has called the suit frivolous, claiming Rosado was never in the bistro to begin with. New data from Trident United Way shows that many South Carolina households are struggling to make ends meet. Through the organization Asset Limited in Income Constrained Employed Resort, or ALICE Report, 
It's found that 870,000 households are struggling to afford necessities like food or housing of those households. Two-thirds live above the poverty line, but below the basic cost of living. To help ease the issue, the organization is working to offer grants and help take down barriers to employment. To read the full Alice report, click on this story on Live5News.com. Leaders with the city of Charleston and Charleston County are working to fix traffic problems on Johns Island. Yesterday, officials announced a new plan, which includes widening part of Maybank Highway to four lanes, aligning the northern and southern pitchforks on Maybank, as well as the southern pitchfork road with Kane Slash Road. The changes will take years to complete, but officials say that they're long overdue. One man who works on Johns Island says he's hopeful, but still frustrated after learning the plans. It doesn't matter what time of day it is, traffic is bad out here. It's especially bad in the mornings to get off this island. If you have a doctor's appointment, if you have any type of scheduling on James Island, downtown, West Ashley, you have to plan extremely uh, ahead of time or you will be late. The estimated cost of the project is between 25 and $30 million. Charleston Mayor John Tecklenburg says full construction funding will have to be identified and approved by both the city and county councils. At the top of the show, I told you that on this date in 1961, three people became the first ever to be inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame. Those three pioneers were Jimmy Rogers, Fred Rose, and Hank Williams. Celebrating birthdays this Friday, actor and announcer Shadow Stevens is 77, comedian actress Roseanne Barr is 71, comedian Dennis Miller is 70, singer Adam Ant is 69, and TV personality and model Kendall Jenner is 28. Thanks for joining Morning, y'all, powered by Live 5 News. We hope you have a great weekend. I'm Stephen Artery, in for Katie Kamen, and she'll talk to you Monday. Morning, y'all, is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.